War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Agent Conan, an unsuspecting population, prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Cats this, is and dogs. <laughs> this is episode 75 of Channel Massive. Sluts Woo! and whores. <laughs> Everyone, come on, come on. Bastards and bitches. <laughs> Any other inclusions that you'd like, Jason? Nah. <laughs> Freaks and geeks, maybe. Because <laughs> we tend to cater to that crowd. <laughs> we love them all. And they love us. Oh, yeah. So... You might think that we're going to do something crazy because this is episode 75. We're going to save it. Yeah. We're going to put it all into 100. And what a 100 and then you'll episode think that will be. That you'll avoid episode 100, but wait until you hear 99, which is really <laughs> going to be what's in episode or 101. One. We're not telling. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> and then the April 1st podcast might be pretty weird. Yeah, there's that one too. Lots of special, very no, special I, episodes. I hate doing that kind of shit, like on April 1st, because if you're the dick who pulls jokes on April 1st at your workplace, pretty much people hate you. They yeah. hate your fucking guts. There was one April 1st where they were doing a fundraiser and they actually sent cops to arrest me. <laughs> and that was, like, so not cool. And I blew it. I, like, because you're supposed to go to jail and then people have to, like, bail you out and it's uh-huh, for a fundraiser. Uh-huh. I was, like, pulling a, like, I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go for it, so I blew the whole thing because I refused to go with the cops because I was pissed off. And <laughs> well, but it was, it was for charity, Mark. Yeah, I know. I didn't know it was for charity, and I didn't realize the date. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, get out, man! I was like, you know. Anyway, I, I refused. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were like stripper cops? That would have been even worse because they were dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the ladies in the office out. might have liked it a lot. I <laughs> no, what is the date today? <laughs> it is January fifteenth. I'm what, glad I checked because and what's I was the name of this podcast? Jason's Hell Prison. Well, besides that, Jason's angst. That's my. That's our. That's our secret name that we're not supposed to let others know about. Is that like no. the, you will be known as Usul. Yes, but, but amongst we'll call you everyone by your else, name, which is the we're known as Channel Massive. Channel Channel Massive. I'm Jason. Download the right podcast. Congratulations! And of course, Mark is here with us too. Hello. All three of us are here again tonight <laughs> to you? bring you a a hour plus of crazy, wild, wacky entertainment. Hi, Jinx. And probably three more intros. 
Which is probably, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably try this several more we're, times. We're probably going to have to edit this <laughs> intro it's, down. It's an indie podcast. The first two hours are dedicated to the five-minute intro. <laughs> we're going to talk about what Comedy we've been gold. playing. Comedy gold. I think we're going to be talking about uh, a little email. We got, actually, we got a ton of email. Last week's email segment was lacking. But this week, our listeners stepped up to the plate and... Men and women did alike. Did right. And somebody left us two eight-second-long Skype calls that are nothing but static. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about those. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Why aren't you returning any of my phone Mark calls? Mark wants them to be 16 seconds next time. Yeah, 16. <laughs> just a little longer. Sweet 16. <laughs> we'll also talk about the weekend gaming and... We have a little blogosteria. I wouldn't call it so much a blogosteria. It's just some things that popped up during the week that kind of annoyed me a little bit, and <laughs> I want to talk about... A.K.A. Jason Soapbox. Damn freaking straight, homie. <laughs> if you didn't get enough of that with last episode, <laughs> we've got more. The Soapbox becomes even higher and bigger. <laughs> and sudsier. It's becoming more permanent, too. It was, you know, originally a light wood, like a spine. Yeah, it was actually a cardboard box <laughs> to start, but I've gone back. I've welded some shit together. <laughs> it's indestructible it now, motherfuckers. Soon it will look like some kind of demonic structure from Outland. Yeah. Okay, should we move on? Sure, Mark. Oh, well, was that too sudden? <laughs> should I not move on? No, we can move on whenever you're uh, ready. I, I, are you in your happy place? Whenever you guys are ready, just tell me. Time to get into what we're playing. I'll go first. My name's Noah, and I've been playing The Blob <laughs> and Left 4 Dead. Thank you. Jason, you're next. Well, that was that was very nice and short and sweet, Noah. Um, you don't want to tell us about the details of a lawyer game? On- I'm just pace setting for you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> uh, my gaming experience kind of sucked this week because I've been suffering physical injuries Left and right. Kama well, Sutra again? Basically, I just need to get my head out of my ass. Is what, is yeah, what definitely the problem the is. I'm suffering neck injuries because of that. And so the man will take that. his bottom and put his head... Oh, wait. <laughs> no, I don't know what Meanwhile. the deal is. I, I woke up one morning and, and my shoulder was killing me. I couldn't move it. Seriously, it was like screaming pain every time I tried to move. And and then uh, the other day, I slept on, I slipped on a piece of ice... And hit the other side of my body. So now the other side of my body feels like somebody took a fucking baseball bat to it. Totally jacked me up. At least, like, both sides are in synchronicity as far as their pain and English. It must be. I don't know. It, it was <laughs> just a real shitty week as far as... I mean, that... Uh, I, I just can't describe how annoying it is. But beers help taking the pain away. Um... I did manage to play some console games, because really that's all I could do. I was, like, laying on a couch one day, and I was already pretty close to finishing Mass Effect for the 360. Uh, it's something that I you know, kind of wish I would have done a long time ago, so I got back into that, and I, I finished it up. Uh, pretty fun game. It kind of gives me more confidence that BioWare is going to be able to produce a pretty high-quality MMO. 
whenever that comes out. I don't expect it to come out anytime soon. I mean, the, the attention to detail in Mass Effect, you know, just for as, as far as a single-player RPG goes, is, is incredible. And to think how they're going to be able to translate that into a MMO-type uh, scope... Yeah, is is just mind boggling to oh, even fail miserably. fathom. Yeah, um, and, you know, especially <laughs> since they're promising to you know they're promising to include their trademark, you know, story into the whole thing. Never seen in an MMO before. Well, Watch I, his Bioware picks yeah, the industry up upon their back and single handedly makes it. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that is kind of arrogant and, and pompous on their part. But you know, if you play a game, play some of their games, you know that. It's kind of true, to a certain extent. They they do tell a story better than most game developers out there, and it, it could be you know if you oh I don't so ba- basically I'm I'm just hoping that they're they're able to to translate everything that they're able to do on the single player RPG level and you know turn it into a decent MMO. Well, I was just I was my point I was thinking of is um you know maybe they they could bring something to revolutionize the genre because. When when Blizzard was, you know, making all their RTS games and 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 their um, Diablo Clickfest games and all that, you know, they they had really kind of, I guess, what you would look to them for was polished, you know, quality gaming experience, right, with great art assets and, and get good gameplay, and then they brought that to an MMO, and oh, holy crap, suddenly. We didn't Basically think destroyed MMOs for the forever. next four to five years. Yeah, but I mean, everybody thought, "Oh, you'll never see subscription rates beyond two hundred fifty thousand And you know, look what they they proved. So maybe Bioware will come in and say, "Well, we can actually bring a story to it and make make your character feel somewhat important, as opposed to one of you know ten thousand other people." <laughs> doing that by making it a single player MMO. We'll see there what you happens. <laughs> you can play by yourself with strong instancing and phasing and yes. <laughs> What about you, Mark? What have you been uh, well, playing? What's been your love? Come as a shock, but I unsubscribed from. No, just joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, I played a little bit of Warhammer. We we didn't do our weekly thing due to various reasons, so I did a little bit of that. I have this crazy thing I want to run by you guys. What if we um for our, our Monday night play sessions? What if we forsake all PVE content? And just see how fast we can progress just doing open RVR and um, killing and people. scenarios. And we don't even... Or do you think that you guys want the full experience of the game? No, I don't really care about it. Well, I feel like we've been primarily doing that anyways. That's what I mean. I just... Why don't we take it to an extreme and, like, just <laughs> see what people. happens kill, if, we, kill, if, we only, if we only do it that way. As opposed, I mean, you know, I guess there's... I like the idea personally. I, I'd rather just kill people all yeah, day Yeah, because if the quest end up being like how they were where I have to like travel I have to walk on foot for like five minutes and then walk back and then walk back and then walk back yeah I mean we I'm can, all for that yeah I, I feel like I would like to do it as an experiment just to see if, if we can hit 40 before the expansion by just you know being PvP well, that's the most fun part of the game anyway who knows yeah, by, the, by that time I might have like 1000 uh, witch hunter kills by that time. I would imagine you might. That would be pretty sweet. I'd probably have that mini too, because I tend to go after them. And then... He loves me some witch hunters. I tend to go after the warrior priests too, and the best part of that is 
basically a warrior priest in my class, which is a, um, what the hell am I? I'm a, God, I can't. Disciple of Cain. Thank you. I kept thinking of the, <laughs> the three letter, um, acronym, um, Doc. Basically, yeah, Doc. So basically, we're both overpowered classes that when they collide on the battlefield, cancel each other out. A titan versus a titan. Best part is, is Noah always comes in and starts wailing on them while, <laughs> while we're doing that. So suddenly it's like a two-on-one and they yeah, die horribly. That. They're like, I can't heal myself out of this. Oh. <laughs> 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 and I'm always in the middle of like five or six other enemy people and I'm just... You're always taunting them. I noticed. I always see the exclamation marks going up. Yeah, I don't. My my thing is, is if I bring somebody down, it's it's all well and good. My my goal is to attract as many people to me as possible, so everybody else can do whatever they need to do. Pick them off. Yes. My 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 uh, continuing goal is always to just attack healers, so they're so busy trying to heal themselves that they're not healing anyone else, and thus they crumble. That's always my goal. Um, yes. I like that style. It's a good goal. Them and the wusses that stand on the sidelines doing petty shit. Oh, and, occasion- and if there's a bright wizard with no clothes on, I can't seem to help myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because there's always those guys who are still going for their those wacky achievements. Yeah, the naked achievements. So I just want to help them along their way, collecting those achievements. I, do, I like to help them yeah. out, too. I do my fair share. But it's, So I played a little bit of that and a lot of WoW. Because I hit 80. I can't remember if I'd hit it that night we did the podcast or if I was about to. You hadn't hit it yet. So I hit it, like, that night, I think, after you guys left. <laughs> and uh, Was it like an orgasm? No, but it was significantly uh, uh, better than, uh, than 60 or 70 was. Ding! Oh, squishy. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Where's my cleaners? <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it immediately just, I played so many, hero- I've gone through so many heroic dungeons, like all the rest of the week and the weekend, and, um... Now you're tired been- of it? No, but it's been fun because... It's coming. It was, I was originally the, the noob, and now I've done, like, a couple of them, like, four or five times, and so it's kind of funny to, like, actually know what the hell is going on in the yeah. dungeon, finally, and, uh, and, and, and it's really so funny he's too. the one going, noob! Yeah, well... Yeah, there's this one. There's this one where it's it's on that troll plateau I was talking about. Yeah, and the last one, and and there's two entrances to the dungeon, and then under you in the central square, you can see kind of the the main central area of the dungeon, right? And so we wiped, of course, and, and because the tank couldn't tank, and uh, which was a bit of a problem. And we were running around, and, and, like, I've done that damn dungeon and wiped so many times, I know exactly where to go to get to any part of it. And only one other person did, too, which was, like, this uh, orc hunter. And he's like, these other guys are noobs. And what was really funny was Phil was one of the other guys. And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't think they're noobs. I think they're just tired because we've been doing this for, like, the last two hours, <laughs> which yeah. should have been done after about a half hour. But, but yeah, I've been doing that. I've been having a lot of fun and getting better gear. I've only had like one epic thing drop, but I'm hoping epics. I got my epics. Unfortunately, it was a wand, which is not so exciting. <laughs> and I keep like uh, changing my specs. That's right, because you want to equip that warlock with that wand. Yeah, <laughs> the one thing I don't even have that bound to a key. Like <laughs> the wand shoot, I don't even have it bound. I don't even know what I would do with it. But it gives like me a some good stat tool. buffs. Kind of at the beginning when you're playing, just as like an alternative yeah, form of for damage. When you run out of mana in the beginning, yeah. but like 
when you but once, once you, you get have leveled tab- up and and you got yeah. all your spec down, you, there's no reason to even use a wand anymore. Yeah, I I rarely. That's ever- called shorted. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. So anyway, I've been playing around with all the different specs and spending twenty gold each time I do it, and um, it's been fun. Like it, so I'm not burned out yet. Still pretty, in fact, more into it than ever. So we'll see how much longer this lasts. I need to put the poll up on the. We do. I know, because we know. Ah, yes. You know what's coming. We know what's hey, coming. Hey guys, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing. Uh, what would be a terrible thing for me to waste my time that on? That Sony right now? game, Free Realms. Free Realms. <laughs> when that comes out. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's the next like overhyped game of all time. That's gonna change the way we play games. It will, man. I want to play uh, next gen. I'm gonna get and into what, second what about, life. What, what's the other buzzword? It's not just. A game. It's an attitude. That's right. What was that from? That's the <laughs> that free realms. Oh, free realms. Yeah, yeah, man. It's marketeering at work. It's an it's marketeers. Drink the Kool Aid. Drink it now. Yeah. So I will be back playing Warhammer next week. I just had me too. With our new goal of I just had never horrible, doing another public quest or real quest or any PvE. Co- God. Yeah. We'll play it as it was intended to be. As EVP, warriors. RVR. <laughs> warriors. Warriors. <laughs> Come Let on, play. <laughs> warriors. Come out to play. of email this week. Let's yeah, get on with it. five. Count them five. Ryan wrote in and he kind of, I don't know what this is. He poured on the love kind of, <laughs> sort of. I liked it. Uh, said, I just wanted to say that in the toilet bowl world of podcasts, your show, Channel Massive, is a piece of shit. Even though it is a piece of shit, the show is still the largest piece <laughs> of shit that dwarves all other pieces of shit. <laughs> That has you calling friends and family. Over to brag about it. Besides the above <laughs> statement, I wanted to say that your podcast remains one of the few remaining intelligent, diverse, and well-thought-out podcasts. I enjoy hearing everyone's perspectives and all-around coverage of entertainment media topics. I'm so confused. I don't know whether this guy loves us or hates us. He's bipolar. It's okay. We like bipolar. <laughs> hey, in the course I'm of right email. there with you, man. <laughs> or am Star- I? He started out, I could type a million page email. Says, I, I do have a question. Like, just die. Says, I have a question. I'm not sure if this has been mentioned on a previous show, but I often hear everyone talking about how they want an MMO brought to the console market. I thought this task was already completed with EverQuest Online Adventures, Fantasy Star (laughs) Online, and the still slightly viable Final Fantasy XI. Thanks for taking time to make everyone's day at work a little less boring. Over to brag about it. What? What? The fuck? I don't know. (laughs) Copy and paste error does not compute. Yeah, that didn't compute. Anyway. (laughs) That's why um, I interrupted you earlier. (laughs) 
as far as well, we appreciate your comments, I guess, and compliments. <laughs> um, Depends all on how much you're into scat. Yeah. <laughs> as far as as far as the the games that you mentioned, I'm 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 just gonna say we're talking about like a real full blown triple like A triple A. Uh, You're saying quality. the Final Fantasy XI with its no gold hunting sorry sixteen hour uh, <laughs> just ain't I can't consider pretty damn epic that. if you ask me epics. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ryan, thanks for writing in. Uh, Shannon wrote in and said uh, that uh, they liked our wah coverage. Uh, this is an actual you have a Warhammer Online player that listens to your podcast email. <sighs> I actually unsubscribed slash resubscribed a few times during pre-release of Warhammer because I started to think that there would be a negative bias on any Warhammer news. On our show. On our show? <laughs> well, yeah, I think I could see how that could be a misunderstanding. Oh, yeah. I, I don't totally. know how that, would ha- that could happen. Anyway, goes on to say, I'm glad I've stuck with your podcast. I'm really happy to hear some Warhammer stuff and learn that you guys really do have open minds when it comes to trying an MMO. Well, we're just, I don't know about that. I think we're just bipolar, actually. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I agree with that. Yes, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> it seems like most other podcasts that are multi-MMO focused are currently playing Lord of the Rings online. So thank you for doing something different. Well, I don't know. I, Our uh, readers aren't doing it. Now, now, now that we've got this email out of the way, I'd, I'd like to announce that Channel Massive will now be playing Lord of the Rings Online exclusively. <laughs> Much yeah. to the delight of, Much to the delight 90% of, of our listeners. I like, my, other I like Warcraft and Warhammer. Listeners out but, there. No, we're just but kidding. I was told I could keep... Uh, we'll, we'll play as many MMOs as we possibly can uh, in the time that's allotted to us. And in our lifetimes. And, of course, we also have other interests in games outside of the MMO sphere. Uh, but, you know, you know, we like to give them all a try, at least a fair shot. Some of us stick with them, like Mark will stick with WoW, WoW for, well, basically until it breaks his heart, which will <laughs> never happen, because he's just a fanboy. You have to understand that. Me... I'm a whore. I just go wherever the wherever the good stuff is, or wherever I think the good stuff is. Noah, Noah, just he's just a follower. He'll follow us wherever we tell oh, him to go. Yeah. <laughs> As he gives you that look of utter disdain. Yeah. As I on to the next email. Out the door. <laughs> <laughs> These boots were made for walk following Jim. Sophie writes in again. Sophie, Sophie from Sweden. From the Sweden. Uh, Sophie Say hello to Peter Forsberg. Uh, Sophie says she has some funny news from Sweden. This is totally not MMO related, uh, but I thought I'd read it anyway. Uh, she says, I just found out that, you know that TV show, you call it Survivor, I think, with people on an island trying to survive, just like Robinson Crusoe. Here we call it Robinson. Some of them must have their own uh, version of the show over there. And Robinson, of course, is Swedish for son of Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Who <laughs> knew? Uh, they've just shown which people that they're going to uh, join in this year's show. I don't really care for the show, but when I saw that one of them is a hardcore gamer that plays World of Warcraft 60 hours a week, oh I really laughed out loud. So my question is, how long do you guys think he will last, and what can he bring to the group in form of surviving? Is there anything he could choose from gaming to make him win this? Yeah, he could... Well, well he'll, he, he, could, he could farm loot. He could, <laughs> he could use... What he could do is... is you know is, what? If, if, he, if he knows how to... If he maxed out his fishing skill... Yeah. 
You know, maybe maybe he could fish. Or cooking, he could start a fire. Maybe. Uh, if he... He might be good I don't at, know, but if, they, if, the rep, if the recipes aren't readily available to him, you may not be able to create it, anything. It, I think it depends on the class. Like, if he's a, a DPS class, then he might be good at avoiding aggro. That's true. And so he could, like, you know, probably avoid being kicked off right away. But if he's, like, a warrior or tanking pally or death knight or something like that... He'd be hard to be, be he might just physical be, challenges. He just might want to taunt everybody yeah. and get draw too much aggro, <laughs> get and, killed. You know, and it always seems like those guys who are physically powerful always get voted off the island yeah. first, you know? Um, yeah. If he's a druid, he can turn into a fish or a birdie or jungle yeah. kitty. Uh, um... Yeah, it just depends. I, I, you know, we'd have to know more about it. The class he's used to playing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? My my guess is he's going to fail miserably. Yeah, because he won't have his addiction think, there with him. I, I think he'll be like That's the professional right, gambler that was in the American version of Survivor this year, who thought he was the mastermind and thought he was in control of the game and thought that he was the one calling all the shots, and then found out much to his chagrin right before the final four that he was just. A pawn. <laughs> yeah. He was just merely a pawn. Yeah. He was a trash mob. <laughs> but anyway. No, we have a listener who's having issues with Wah! Yes, Talon. What does he have to say about it? Talon says I wrote in a while back about Warhammer and how he's having some issues loading the game. I got it into my computer and working, but the problem is that it takes too much processing power for my computer. What? I really like the game, but World of Warcraft and Lotro don't require nearly as much memory. To me, this is the main reason more people don't play Warhammer. The computer requirements are too high, as in Age of Conan. Warcraft and Lotro both are well under my laptop requirements, but Warhammer requires over half a gig more of processing power. Most people cannot afford the top-of-the-line gaming machines. Mine's four years old and will not play this game. Thanks, just thought I would drop you an opinion about this. Oh yeah, I quit WoW and I'm back in Lotro and liking it, but hoping something new will appear in the MMO world. There's another Lotro player right there. Is it time we cue the Jason rant about if you play PC games, you should have your computer upgraded yearly? Probably, and I am going to go back to that. Uh, Talon, I'm just going to call you out and say if you do play PC games and you expect to play regardless of what game comes out... You know, if it's an MMO, FPS, whatever, and it's for your PC, more than likely you're going to have to upgrade your gear at some point in time. Definitely mainly, after four years. Mainly your video card um, well, RAM is too, a, big, a big thing. Your RAM is another big issue. Um, yeah, Warhammer especially is like, it uses just as much RAM as Age of Conan. But has like a the, much, but the graphical requirements are just not even yeah. close to it. No. Yeah, exactly, but still there's that that RAM requirement. Right. So if you don't have enough RAM, you'll start paging and things will go to hell. Yeah, so like I'm just going to say it, if you're unwilling to upgrade your machine and you're and you're unable to do so, then then fine, then you're not going to be able to play it. But if you're serious about your hobby and you want to be able to play it, play these new games that are coming out, then you're going to have to upgrade your system at, at some point in time. Least every 2 years. Yeah. Period. Yeah. End of story. Or become a console player. Or hey. just play browser-based games, like Desktop Tower Defense. <laughs> yeah, I need to do a seminar on that, <laughs> how to beat Tower Defense. Uh, I won't be there. But Final email from James. He wrote us a while ago. I think I stumbled over his email. 
You might stumble again. And I might have said, sorry, I can't read it. Grammar error. (laughs) 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 So James has decided to compensate for that with an even longer email this time. And I believe that it's best best read, speed read. Speed read? She can do that? (laughs) Then if I mess up, people won't know if it's me or if it's James. (laughs) <laughs> we'll let you decide. Is he going to say micro machines at some point? <laughs> I might. It depends. I'm on Sudafed right now, so Sweet. I might stumble a little if bit. If he's on Sudafed, that means that he his perception of reality is that it's much faster than it really is right now. And I'm on caffeine so, as well for Mountain So, dude, he could be like like doing that whole Matrix thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm flying. <laughs> I'm flying. Okay, here's what James said. Yes, I, admit, I must admit that my type is not as easy to read as if I did an audio submission, but I must I have to clarify a bit. I believe in my email from last week for microtransactions, I proposed being able to purchase a character at 70 or whatever the last expansion left off at. The reason that this does not break the game is because it allows you to create an alt or another character at the level that the previous expansion stopped. Most players at Epic's walking into Northrend to start leveling to 80. I would also propose that there might be a requirement of a level 70 or greater character on the server to create this additional character at level 70. This is not meant to be a way to circumvent the game, or rather a way for players to play other classes without having to do the old grind. I would not suppose level 80 gear purchasable in any way. To be honest, you will get rid of everything you own at level 70 by the time you hit at level 80. This could be carried over to games like Warhammer City. They release an expansion pack for Warhammer and raise the level to level cap 50. Does it break the game to have your character that is level 40 and the level cap is 50? What if you are an Ironbreaker and you want to play a white line, but you don't have to find leveling old content as fun as getting the new character to the new max level of 50 so that you can participate in the new city sieges or whatever else they might have? I think that anyone else would have to be careful to ensure that you could not skip things that developers wanted to go through. As Wrath came out, Blizzard nerfed the required XP from level 1 to 60 again and nerfed the XP required to level from 60 to 70. Why not take it a step further and allow players with max level characters to create alts that are halfway leveled. What if your guild is always needing more healers than 29 necks? Necks. What if you are tired of playing a healer and want to be a hunter? Just a clarification that it really is not purchasing something that most players would care about, especially if you put the level requirements into the account. Love, James. Hmm. Well, no, I just would like to say that that was an amazing email. Thank you for that good job reading that email. And now we will talk about the week in gaming. Jason can be just like in a blank stare stupor. <laughs> you just ask him the question and then it comes out. And it's there. <laughs> Warhammer online in Russian. Hmm. Strasvoy. Dikuda. That's all I remember from my Russian class. Sorry. <laughs> what did you say? I, I think it means... Where's the potty? No, that, that means uh, hello. Um, How are you? Something like that. <laughs> Sweet. Something like that. Yeah. Mm, anyway. That's pretty cool. That's all I remember. It's a neat language. Uh, I don't know it, but... <laughs> the rest of the time, I think it. I slacked off and zoned out in Russian class. That's a hard language to learn. It was. Uh, well, EA is going to release a fully localized version yeah. of Warhammer Online for uh, Russia. Uh, that's coming out on February 5th. 
uh, with the regionally based servers and customer support. There's three editions and packaging options. Three editions. We got freaking screwed then. <laughs> What's great is what there's do the, the Ruskies get? There's the total hack job. It looks like somebody burned it for you. A bare jewel case. <laughs> you for, get a jewel case for. Yeah, it's, it's probably the name for Warhammer's bucks, written in US? dry erase marker <laughs> or something on the disc. Freaking man, that's kind of actually just that's, the game uh, and the key. <laughs> Line for 14 days of then So basically, a, they, they they go in blind. They wouldn't have any idea how to play. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty cool. I like that idea. Then the, the, then the next step up is, you think it'd be a little bit just modest, but it's actually a limited edition steelbook version. So it's a metal DVD case with the game and a Russian user manual. Hmm. 30 days of gameplay. That's, oh, so you don't even get free, like a free month gameplay with that. The jewel case you get, edition. you get fourteen days. You get two weeks, so you get twice as oh, much. Oh, okay. Free so time you get four day, fourteen days gameplay with the ghetto edition. Gotcha. Yeah. Now for the super fantastic collector's edition, which is only fifty one hundred copies, it uh, comes with the miniature figure, of course, the graphic novel, art book, all the all the good stuff. Only thirty days of gameplay. They don't double the gameplay, free gameplay, uh, as they did between the first two, and additional game game in game quest items rewards. It's, it's basically what we got out here. In, uh, in America. America. <laughs> you can also buy game cards. And then, Mythic's oh, cool, excited. man! I'm glad to glad to see <laughs> that the Russians are uh, going to be able to join the wah. It's good. There's plenty of servers out there to put people on. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to get their own localized servers. I want so. Russians on our server. I think they would be a good thing. The Pentagon, Look what they did the for World Sendo War II, Fruits. man. Yeah. They totally kicked ass. Well, we could hope. Bring them in, man. I say. Yeah. Fantasia. In their drive to produce the ultimate MMO, a South Korean MMO development studio has put together one of the first full-scale mobile, massively multiplayer online games. Fantasia. Fantasia. Now for a phone with Kevin They Kip actually Kip. used the term, quote, ultra-mega-epic, yes. unquote, in their press release. Here's the official press release. Alongside the increasingly stringent cell phone specifications <laughs> is the improving quality of mobile games. The era wherein we can enjoy playing games such as World of Warcraft on a cell phone seems to be just around the corner. Game developer Lemon Co. Incorporated Limited announced that it will develop an MMORPG that can be played with a PC and cell phone linked together. It is an ultra-mega-epic game, <laughs> with total investments amounting to KRW $2.5 billion. A total of 23 personnel were involved in game <laughs> development, which took three years. That says ultra-mega-epic to me. 23 whopping and isn't people. isn't the whole point of a cell phone game that requires the cell phone to be connected to your PC a little backwards? Uh, I, I don't know, know, man. I don't even know what to think of it. Um... Well, with the 3G network, man. You know, John Carmack has been, you know, he's an advocate now of cell phones, and he's like, 
even with 3G, there's the latency issue is just prohibitive for even it, for any kind of MMO, mm-hmm. let alone an FPS type title. So I don't know. I don't. And it's 2D. Hmm. I don't know. Maple Story uh, for the cell phone. Yay. Really, it's just. It's I not- like the concepts that they have for Eve Online, where you can do little stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe do like skill point. Sure. No, that's fine. You know, stuff like that. Maybe do some inventory things. You know, things of that nature. Maybe even knock. If you could like control your auction house stuff through your cell phone, that would be kind of cool. But actually playing the whole game through your cell phone, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, hunched over your, your it just doesn't make sense. Non- yeah, why could I? Why would I do that when I could play at a keyboard or my my dream, which is playing at the console? Which yeah, hopefully my dream will come true soon. Yes. Food. Eat food. Go north. Cannot go north. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, go south. Cannot go south. Punch. Self. Ow, Command not hurts. recognized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were a big fan of Zork back in the day. Uh, Zork, to any gaming geek who's been around for more than 20 to 30 years will know that Zork was a text-based RPG. Uh, kind of, the controls were, you just typed in stuff, like, like we just said. Yeah. Move north, move south. Just like Bartle's old games. Get, uh, get sword... Yeah, use sword. Use sword. Uh, those kind of commands. Uh, it's it's apparently going to return as a browser-based casual MMO. Uh, it's set for revival uh, by a Dublin-based firm called Jolt Online Gaming. Uh, they're partnering with Activision uh, to create this browser-based persistent online adventure called Legends of Zork, which is reared, of course, in the uh, old school Infocom classic. Uh, Legends of Zork will cast the player as a newly unemployed traveling salesman, wow. ready for treasure hunting and adventure in the great underground empire. Players will be faced with the sacking of the royal treasury, layoffs at the Frobaz Co. International, and marauding kobolds and trolls clashing with explorers over loot. Um, You'll be able to access the persistent adventure from any internet browser uh, via their website, legendsofzork.com. Uh, there's no need for a download. It's designed to provide gamers with a casual MMO gameplay that they can play on their laptop, desktop, or iPhone. So what do you, what do you think of this? I, I think this is kind of a cool idea. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah. mean, I, I don't... I think I, I've... 
from between like the what was it, like Scott Adams and Zork games and all the Infocom games, I've kind of hit my limit on the genre. Right. But it'd be kind of cool for some nostalgia. Uh, yeah, I suppose I suppose there's that. I, I I think if they can keep some of the humor uh, involved, I, I think it'll go a long way to to making that a a success. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You can I have to wait and see, really. Yeah, it's just a wait and see kind of deal. I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things where you're because like, the well, people demand it. You know, it's just kind of funny. You know, kind of. It's one of those projects where you're kind of like, well, yeah, I'll play it for a while and maybe. And you know, it's not one of those titles that you're going to be sitting there frothing at the mouth frothing over, at the mouth over, like Street Fighter Four. Damn it! Hard <laughs> 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 Yugen, Hard Yugen. Una <laughs> fire! <laughs> Thank you, Dulcine. <laughs> How's that for a bad genre mashup? Yeah, that, that was, was really bad. We love time. Just like bringing it into MMOs. Let's do that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like your thinking there, Noah. Perhaps Red we Eagle, need more Sudafed. Uh, who I think we've talked about Red Eagle before. They they were were working on a Wheel of Time MMO. Yeah, and we were highly suspicious of their well, qualifications of because yeah, because they they were talking about they were going to hire only the best people and. They they had the license and they knew it was going to be a great game, but they hadn't hired anybody yet. They didn't yeah. know what it was going to be, but they knew it was going to be great. It was right up there with the uh, perpetual lays off almost entire art art <laughs> asset division and says we are now going to work yeah. on the polishing, fine tuning, and polishing of the game. <laughs> Much like Cheyenne Mountain hopes to bring that awesome IP of Stargate Worlds to life, and they can't pay their employees. I wonder if they've, like, reverted to the um, famous, well, we'll pay you in equity. <laughs> Maybe, uh, you know, who knows how this is going to Actually, I read, I read this weird post earlier in the week on uh, Tent on Hammer, where he... F- and, and it just sounds like it's a total scam from somebody else, but it, it involved uh, some kind of uh, M- MLM scheme. Oh no! Through some other company. What does that stand for? Multi-level marketing. Yeah, oh. you know, like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, and there's there's nothing factual about it. It's just something that that this uh, one of the guys over at Tent on Hammer happened to notice and and was kind of shocked to see it. And he he thinks that it's like a total attempt at fraud on the Wheel of Time. No, just on this. No, I'm talking about Stargate Worlds. Oh, okay. And it's not not an attempt at fraud by by Cheyenne Mountain or anything, but by this other company who's trying to use Cheyenne Mountain's name to make money for themselves. Oh, I guess. Anyway, it's kind of screwed up. So. We digress. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to look, you can always look it up. So what may be in all about. Red Eagle's benefit is they have a big, huge publisher. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, they got EA behind them now. EA is going to publish the Wheel of Time Fantasy MMO. Uh, the studio is going to create this uh, title. Uh, the deal includes console, PC, portable, and mobile titles. In addition to a Wheel of Time MMO to be launched and operated by Red Eagle. So I don't know if this means that they're going to be bringing the MMO to console or to... Well, it sounds like they're going to make lots of Wheel of Time games. Yeah, they might make multiple games. And there's going to be an MMO that is distributed at retail by EA. Personally, and I'll, I'll just make this known now, bring the MMO to the console. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Yeah. Well, only if it's good. I mean, we didn't play Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I played it, but on a PC. I didn't, I didn't play EverQuest Online Adventures either. Yeah, that totally tanked anyways. I don't know if it's worth do you, mentioning. Do you think they'll have an ultra mega epic development crew? <laughs> they just might. Do not mock us, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> the Wheel of Time is a blockbuster global brand, and our relationship with EA partners will ensure that Red Eagle Games products are made available to consumers around the world through familiar retail channels. I bet that's the same kind of talk that was being said before they developed the Legend of the Secret television show. Oh, yeah. It's a blockbuster brand. Boy, I watched the latest one. (laughs) You talk about an affront to to my senses, Mark. Did you watch the latest one? No, I haven't, but you're probably telling me that I'd be... You would be mad. It was called Dinah, which, as you may remember from the book, was the... Was the the Mort Sith. The Mort Sith who tortured him relentlessly. Yes, yes, But in the Disney version... Oh, my freaking God. (laughs) Don't tell me they, like... It's feather tickling. The pussification of Dinah. Yeah, she was... It was quite... Quite So that whole scene there, like, where he was getting tortured and... No, never happened. Well, no, I mean, there was some... She was, there was, like, I don't know. It was no, just, there wasn't. There was torture, and he did the thing where he, he grabbed the Ajeel or whatever mm-hmm. and found out that every time she used it, it actually caused her tremendous pain and all that. But right. it encapsulated all in about a 40-minute episode and wrap it up in a, you know, with a, they a took, fuzzy little... They took liberties. Yes, creative Major liberties. liberties, I'm sure. Uh, that's why I don't watch it. Anyway, uh, going back to the Wheel of Time world. Totally different world, by the way. <laughs> we can't stop tangenting, sorry. Yeah. Uh, world and then four. the other day I was chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> World4.com, I, I, lo- I love their blog. They, they, they have really good creative posts. Um, in response to this announcement that EA was picking up uh, Wheel of Time, the Wheel of Time MMO from Red Eagle... Uh, he says, cynically, I've been trying to imagine what a Wheel of Time MMO would be like. I suspect it would be something like this. You begin as a loutish but well-meaning country bumpkin. True. Uh, the world will be astonishingly rich and detailed with an incredibly well-fleshed-out lore on par with the scope of Tolkien's Middle-earth. Again, True. Despite life-changing experiences and discovery of uncanny supernatural abilities, you'll remain loudish but well-meaning throughout the duration of the main game. Quite possible. Uh, The mid-game will be an incredibly long grind, during (laughs) which many incredible world-changing events will occur, astonishingly few of which will have any significant or lasting impact on your character. (laughs) Which is also true to the story. 
Uh, anything an NPC says to you in dialogue will be annotated with your character's thoughts. 91% of these thoughts will be mistrust of everything you've just been told, varying from those darn insert race or occupation here can't be trusted though i will not be a puppet of the insert race or occupation or occupation here i don't believe any of this <laughs> which is also true yeah that, it's yeah the, pretty much the, the writing theme yeah totally do that all the time and finally he says suddenly near the end game the game will get awesome then sadly the lead designer will pass away and you'll spend years in limbo hoping that the notes he left behind are complete enough and that the replacement designer gets the feel right which unfortunately is quite possible but uh anyway I just I wanted to give a shout out to the to the bloggers at World 4 for that that was that was a pretty funny assessment of that sad but true especially if you know the history of the books which Pretty much goes much like that. The it guy really died does. before the ending, the last book, because he drugged the series on about five books too long. And on. And, and on. And things got, went from epic, sweeping storyline to things like, I don't know what she's thinking about me. I wonder what she's thinking about me. If only I knew what she's thinking about what me. What is he thinking about me? Meanwhile, him? I don't know what he's thinking about me. I wonder where she could be. <laughs> then they went from, and then they went from about like four primary characters to about 10,000 characters, which yeah. it relentlessly bounces back I And mean, then it required through. that every book have at the end of it... An entire, like, like a dictionary, an appendix. An appendix uh, it, full of yeah, it's facts. Just, yeah. So if you hadn't read the books before that, oh, and then the you'd first, have to go back and refer and the, the to that fir- part of the book. The first, like, sixth of each subsequent book was basically a recap of what had happened but not told <laughs> as a recap time. rather an interpretation of a recap by the by the 6000 new introduced primary characters <laughs> right like i think what rand was trying to do was say was to say this but i'm not sure he may be dead and rightfully so because i am the true power in the east you know it was just so like infuriating <laughs> yeah yeah Needless it started say. out really well but Man, of course, if the MMO comes out, I'll be playing it. Oh, I probably will too. I'll be complaining the I'm whole sick. time, but I'll be playing, playing. Speaking about sick MMOs, mm. Conan. Conan Funcom is going begins. to close over half of their servers. What if my character is on one of those? Uh, Funcom <laughs> uh, revealed that they're going to be cutting a total number of servers from forty-nine to just eighteen. Well, that's pretty that good. Is a, uh, you might actually slash. see other people in your world. <laughs> uh, the reduction is more dramatic in North America and the Oceanic regions, where 24 servers are being merged into just six. In the U.S., only one player versus player server and two player versus environment servers will remain, with each combining the populations of six or seven existing servers. In Europe, 12 servers will remain uh, due to the due to the need to provide a variety of server types in each of the four languages. Um, following the successful test merger of two Oceanic servers last week, Funcom expects to do the rest in two job lots, uh, which will be U- U.S. and European uh, this week. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're hacking and slashing. And, and this was probably... This is like the the one of the big ones, the one to rule them all, I guess. I, we we could say, 
Cut wounds, cut deep. That's what the HR people always Damn tell me straight, right before man. they fire everyone. Straight. So hopefully this will make the, <laughs> the gaming experience more enjoyable for those who are still playing. For those who survive. Age of Conan. Um, you know, it's just incredible. You think, you think that... Just think of the numbers. 49 to 18. Yeah, that's pretty steep. You know, and you understand how, how desperate that kind of a move is. They claim that the secret world and the 360 version of Age of Conan are still on track, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you still know, and I keep begging for a console MMO, but it's not that one. Well, and I still wonder about the Anarchy Online redo with the Age of Conan graphics engine. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I haven't seen anything coming them. through that down the pipe on that either. Anyway, uh, we we wish those who are still playing that game luck and hope that things get better. play with your favorite characters from Cartoon Network before, Noah? No. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> well, you can. That's nice. You can become a hero. <laughs> the time is now. The it hero will... is you. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, Noah, after such a glowing endorsement like that, <laughs> my son will be happy. It looks like he can... I'm just reading it how they punctuated it, that's all. <laughs> It could have just said, a time is now, a hero is you. That would have had about the same level of Yeah, it probably would have had the same amount of impact, and you yeah. probably would have said it the same way. <laughs> I probably would have. <laughs> if they had an exclamation point, I might have changed it. Uh, they have con- console-style platforming. Uh, they have platforming challenges including included in every game area. Uh, you'll be able to jump, bounce, hop, leap through a variety of obstacle-filled environments, all while solving puzzles and completing missions. Uh, you can mingle with characters from your favorite Cartoon Network shows to get missions that will take you through the entire Cartoon Network universe. Mm. So I wonder if like they'll include stuff... Uh, they probably can't include stuff that isn't Their own solely IP. owned by Cartoon Network. I, imagine, I doubt uh, it. But I see like Ben 10 and some stuff. That's yeah, I there. imagine you won't be seeing anything from... I know they have episodes of Futurama and... Yeah, I Family Guy on there. I'm just looking around. Oh, here's the characters list. And... Hmm. Is, is it blank? It says I can't see it. Oh. So let's see. Cartoon Network characters are... Yeah, I don't recognize a lot of these. Oh, that's Dexter from Dexter. Oh, it's because the character's been redesigned. Yeah, if we designed so, all of them, Dexter looks totally different. He looks like he's a twelve-year-old, five-foot-tall kid with super stylish glasses and hair. Yeah. You can do the family plan though with your son, uh, Jason. You guys can both get subscribed. <laughs> I just don't like the character designs because 
Yeah, maybe these are supposed to be characters, but they've been redrawn and reinvented. And part of the whole charm of cartoons is the original style. And if you reinterpret them like this, they kind of lose a little bit of that. Yeah, I don't know. But the Powerpuff Girls are in. Sweet! That doesn't look at all like the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> well, that's them. You know what this looks like? It looks like a Korean development company or somebody from somewhere else overseas got the license to this and they just said, screw your original IP. We're just going to totally redraw them. You Westerners totally do not have square enough eyes. We make them round eye. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, that's... Because I really like Dexter's Laboratory and, and Powerpuff Girls, and this just looks like crap. Thumbs down. Next. Sorry, man. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint you, but that's the one we've decided to start playing on Monday nights. <laughs> well, you guys can have fun. No, I'll you're, play, you're a uh, follower now, I remember. Left for Dead <laughs> and the Left for Dead. All right. The Surgeon General wants to warn you that video games could be bad for your health. (laughs) (sighs) Yes. Last week, a uh, Democratic representative uh, by the name of Joe Botka introduced the Video Game Health Labeling Act of 2009, and if passed, the bill would create a new rule in the Consumer Product Safety Commission forcing developers to affix a warning on any game rated teen or higher, and this warning is kind of similar to something that you would see on a box of cigarettes yeah, or a, a bottle of beer, you know, something like that. Uh, the label would read, Warning! Excessive exposure to violent video games and other violent media have been linked to aggressive behavior. Uh, Baca defends his position, and he explained uh, that the video game industry must be held accountable for violence. Uh, The video game industry has a responsibility to parents, families, and consumers to inform them of potentially damaging content that is often found in their products, he writes. They have repeatedly failed to live up to this responsibility. Meanwhile, research continues to show a proven link between playing violent games and increased aggression in young people. American families deserve to know the truth about these potentially dangerous products. Yeah, where's where's this evidence? Every time we cover this crap, they always say it's been proven. (laughs) And yet, every time you go and look at the research, it's like, Oh, they were also beating them relentlessly every day at 7 a.m. Or, sounds oh, like they were this, also giving them testosterone. It sounds like or, this oh. chode's been talking to Jack Thompson a lot, man. Jack no, Thompson I, wins in the I end. think this is illustrative of, for every Jack Thompson you squish, ten more pop up. <laughs> That's true. We will only come back stronger! Perhaps we should make a video game with lots of violence and blood where you brain little Jack Thompsons that pop up like whack-a-mole. <laughs> but instead of like just knocking him in, it just gore and, and, and blood goes everywhere. 
and then it forms into little miniature Jack Thompson. Yeah, and, but you're rewarded with like a pleasure. But it hooks up to like the pleasure center of your brain. So every time you do something incredibly violent, you're rewarded. Oh yeah, I think we should work on that. Yeah, that'd be the ultimate. Yeah. Anything about pleasure centers? We'll, we'll be baby. back to we'll be back to Channel Massive after we develop our new game. <laughs> An actual demonstration of the game is as follows. Oh, yeah. That really affects my pleasure center. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Just stabbing that guy makes me feel all aroused somehow. <laughs> mm. Rated M for Mature. It's time for the Crazy Asian Gamer Report of the Week! What? That never happens. 23-year-old Zhao Chai was so addicted to the internet that his mental well-being was affected. He wanted to kill himself, so he ingested saw blades. This is coming to you from China, which I think we talked about last week having the addictive... The MMO addiction. It's the true. First rehab facility. They yeah. have the rehab facilities all set up, man. They're they are they're at the forefront. Another state-run press addiction. is writing articles to support that. Feeling ill afterwards, he called the emergency room asking for help. On January fourth, this reporter went to his ward to check on Zhao Kai. After the operation, most of the bits of the blade inside his body was taken out. Currently, his condition is stable. Under directions from the nurse, this reporter visited Zhao Kai in his ward, who was on a drip. His mother was by his side, feeding him spinach and egg soup. Zhao Kai was eating with relish, but coughing now and again. So this dude had like a shaved head, his face was chubby, he had a goatee, uh... (laughs) This is a cheesy news story. Yeah, he... The other patients in the ward thought him handsome. Yes. He's rather handsome in his chubby goatee the, baldness. Then the, the this paragraph where we're continuing to quote the story from Beijing Morning Post. After his mother finished feeding him, Zhao Kai became a little restless and started to fidget with the needle feeding him the drip. He was mouthing phrases from online games and would occasionally laugh whilst glancing towards <laughs> this reporter. Zhao Kai's mother said, baby, don't mess around. Eat. Clearly this kid is doing all this bullcrap for attention. Yeah. Totally putting on an act in front of the reporter like, I'm insane. I'm crazy. Crazy. And how, do, I don't understand if this is a mistranslation, but how the hell do you eat a saw blade? And then it becomes bits of saw blade. Yeah, I don't get that either. It had to have been just like razor blades or something. I, I, don't, know. I don't even know how you... I, yeah. Seriously, a whole freaking saw blade? Like like a one of those round saw blades? That's what I was thinking. Maybe it was like a long, like a reciprocating blade and, and he had little pieces of it. I don't know, man. Before so he weird. ingested saw blades, according to the story, he had also ingested sleeping pills and pesticides. But he was saved each time. Damn, if only he had a, you know, if he'll call. If you'll call into the show, we'll help you with the the correct thing to do Listen, to get called, attention, but not actually hurt yourself. Yeah. It's called pistol meat head. No, no, I mean, we, he wants to get attention, but not oh, really hurt himself. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, we'll come up with, like, drink 
Pop rocks and Coke and Diet Coke <laughs> at the so same fake, time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fake. That or will never work. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> What's that hole in gaping wound in my tummy? It just doesn't make sense. This guy probably has issues much deeper than being addicted to an MMO and. I seriously doubt that an MMO pushed him to randomly ingest saw blades. Just I think the MMO addiction general, is a man. symptom, not a root cause. A symptom of having mental issues? Yeah. It's just yet another... Like, it's an escape, probably. I can't probably. stop spending all my time doing something besides being productive. But I think trying to link these together is just like kids in North America and in Europe saying, Oh, I shot this person because I did it in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just bullcrap association. By the way, I reserve the right to use that as defense. Should anything ever happen? <laughs> <laughs> Should you decide to shoot us, Mark? Yes. You can blame Grand Theft Auto. It's Grand Theft Auto. Actually, do you play that? You'll have to blame Force Unleashed. Oh, okay. I <laughs> know. Yeah, what am I going to do? I'm going to say, gee, I was playing Lego Star Wars the other day, and I, I wanted to chop them all to little blocks. I just wanted to <laughs> chop everything to blocks, man. <laughs> needed to get down blocks to an atomic to be level. destroyed. <laughs> and what are the achievements? Achievement unlocked. And now it's time for... Blah! Oh, oh my God! My WordPress, it burns. This isn't really necessarily a generalized blogosteria focused on any one particular topic, but it's more of a mishmash of topics that are kind of related to each other. Pet peeves of Jason. Well, it's not even necessarily pet peeves. It's just... All these topics are related to each other. And is it up to the listeners to figure out how that is? It's up to the listeners to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) Whether or not I was just drunk and... (laughs) I don't like this blog. I hate this blog. I'm going to fucking squish it in the ground. (laughs) No, it's nothing like that. It's never like that. Um, Tesh is one of our commenters. This kind of has something... Basically, my... The, the reasons why I picked some of these blogs out today was because it has to do with a couple of topics, rating and loot in, in games and in MMOs. Um, most of this, of course, is probably going to involve World of Warcraft, so if you can't stand World of Warcraft, you're best to just tune out now. <laughs> Otherwise, stay tuned. <laughs> um, Don't worry, they all play low true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Tobald wrote a blog piece uh, early in the Ooh. week. I we all said, love us some Tobald. Playing an, playing an MMORPG provides the player with many different forms of rewards. Intangible ones like fun or social contacts and, and tangible in the virtual world, ones like various points, currencies, and items. In this post, I will concentrate on items, especially epics! But I'll include the special tokens, emblems, that are given out as an alternative way to get epics. 
As I mostly use examples from World of Warcraft, concentrating on epics means I'm basically skipping the whole leveling game and go straight into the end game because, hell, that's what these games are all about, right? I wonder if Mythic's regretting that whole lifetime subscription thing they gave him. <laughs> Maybe. Well, because he doesn't play anymore. <laughs> Uh, the reason I'm doing that is I found the rewards aren't necessarily the driving factor for what people do while leveling up. Much of the leveling up game is non-repetitive and has strong elements of exploration and discovery of new zones and stories. Just like a book doesn't need to hand out a bunch of rewards to encourage you to read it, the entertainment value of the leveling game is often high enough so that the rewards aren't really all that important. I beg to differ with that sentence. In the specific case of Wrath of the Leech King... On leveling, oh, oh, I did it again. <laughs> I, I broke one of my resolution. resolution. Resolution broken. Wrath of the Lich King. Achievement relocked. <laughs> <laughs> on leveling from seventy to eighty by doing quests, you will vendor around ninety-nine percent of your quest rewards. Once you reach the end game, the level cap, the entertainment value of playing an MMO diminishes. Excuse me, what's vend- is he using vendor as a verb? What does that mean? Sell your yeah, you're oh, sell, sell your rewards that, your you, that don't apply to your character. Okay. Even Blizzard, with their one billion revenue per year, cannot produce enough non-repetitive content to keep most players busy enough. So instead of seeing new zones and Hearing new stories in the end game, you do the same daily quest in the same heroic dungeons, the same dungeons over and over. Do you hear that, Mark? Do you hear that? Wrath of I, the Lich King. I do not hear anything <laughs> negative about it. <laughs> is not even two months old, and already more than half the players online are level 80 Mark. and busy with this sort of end game content. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you picked this one. Being repetitive ends the life, extends the lifetime of the MMORPG but diminishes the entertainment value. So the less players are driven by the motivation to see new content, the more you need to motivate them by something else. Rewards. Pleasure zone. (laughs) Their pleasure zone. (laughs) Um, And World of Warcraft, in the typical form of an in-game item reward, is called an epic, recognizable by the purple name. Otherwise, not fundamentally different from non-epic gear rewards. The main function of epics is to make your character stronger, but there is a secondary purpose of bragging rights related to the difficulty of acquiring those epics. So kind of what he's saying there is epics are a status symbol. And yeah. And and basically it's to basically it's just a way to show off to the rest of the world that you've accomplished such and such and here it is for everybody to see. And that's different from other games. How? I mean, aren't 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 all games about that? I, I mean, don't think there's all about a, the epics. A point to this blog. <laughs> I was reading the final sentences that sum up Mr. Tobald's, well, his post. It says the overall purpose is to get you to wait. The overall purpose is to get you to play the same content over and over, to extend the game's lifetime, or rather your subscription time. That has proven to work to some extent with most people. How long it can work and whether it will work less and less with each expansion remains to be seen. But up to now, rewards are one of the most strongest incentives to keep people playing MMORPGs for years and years. It is easy to criticize people for running after purple pixels, but nobody has invented a better system of incentives yet. 
So I guess his implicit point is he'd like to see something different happen that's fresh and new. Right. But, in a post a few days later... <laughs> he changes his mind! Well, no. In a post a few days later, then he, he starts questioning why they're doing all this. It, it kind of cracks me up. He's like, I was in a great raid last night, where my guild performed significantly better and faster in Nax 10 than ever before, and we managed to kill 10 bosses in 4 hours. 4 hour freaking raid. Okay, there... And that's efficient. Problem that's number... Faster. One, just gonna throw that out there. What problem crack number were you one, throwing out earlier about Final Fantasy four, Eleven, Mark? 16 hours. Hour long <laughs> for one boss. Raid. <laughs> But I was a bit annoyed about the loot. Not just at 22 epics. Epics! There you go. I ended up not getting a single one. Okay, man. That was just bad luck. But <laughs> that was just four hours of my life. About us having back. to shard several epics because they were specific to a single build of a single class and nobody needing them in the raid. In our case, we had neither Holy Paladins or Resto Shamans in the raid, and of course... Well, shame on you. ...got lots of drops with plate and mail armor with plus spell power. And if we had a Tankadin or an Enhancement Shaman, he might have gotten the epic for off-spec, but we had no Paladins or Shamans at all, so the epics ended up... Epics! Sorry. <laughs> they ended up getting sharded. And that in a raid group where lots of people were wearing blues could well have used some of the uh, Nax epics. Epics! <laughs> what did strike me was the contrast of some other epics we found. For example, a ring with intellect, stamina, and spell power. Mm, Half the raid needed that, and I also noticed that while some builds and classes do have specific raid loot, they can only use other builds of other classes have absolutely nothing specific for them. Healing power has been removed from the game, so the typical cloth armor piece my priest could use is is typically needed as well by the mages and warlocks, not to mention priests of every other build. I refrain from rolling need on items with plus spell hit, but DPS casters don't necessarily refuse rolling for cloth armor just because it has spirit or mana regeneration on it. So I'm wondering why Blizzard designed it that way. Wouldn't it be better if either every class slash build has specific loot to avoid too many people fighting over it, or if every piece of loot was usable by several classes and builds, if Blizzard can combine healing power and, and spell power in one, then why not combine the other stats in one as well, so that no class or build has the loot that is only usable by them? That's right, there should be one stat, and, uh, and then all items should be equal. There should be no cloth or plate or... Male or leather <laughs> should just be armor, and it should have plus to that stat. Well, part of the problem, you, <laughs> you know, know, that stat, the one that you need for that, <laughs> and and that's specific that. to to <laughs> World of Warcraft's, you know, mentality on handing loot out. Yeah, but they also are doing stuff with tokens and stuff now for raids. They so do that, that as well. You know, you you get all these tokens, and you can go get the exact things that's specific to your class. You just have to do enough of them. So it's true. I don't know. I I kind of have. A but another another solution to the problem is is that why have only one specific piece of loot drop every time you kill a mob? Why not have it drop? something specific for every class that happens to be playing in that raid all at the same time, so you wouldn't have to run the same freaking dungeon ten billion freaking times over and over and over because again. Because there's no other content left. Exactly! 
Well, Thank there you, isn't, Noah. but there isn't for a while right now. Thank I mean, you. There, there's not. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. There's nothing else. There's no other raids to do. So the content requires you to run that same dungeon multiple times with the hope of yep. getting... The faint glimmer of a the hope. The faint glimmer of hope that the loot gods will be you know, willing to drop that particular right. item that you're looking for. And sometimes that doesn't happen. So if you're into the rating only for the... The Only rewards. for your epics, yep. and you're not in it for the experience or the, the gameplay, the gameplay or the whole, you know, <laughs> can I do this with a pug, you know, or, you know, if you're only in it, if you're in a guild that that's all you do, and you're not happy with that, then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and it, and he, but he wonder, the, the thing is, it cracks me up, he wonders why, why this is, why it is. Because they're out of content. Because they're out of content, and, and t- that that's one. Two... You know they've done it this way for for years. Yeah, it's yeah. it's why a lot of people. It's play why it. a lot of people still play. It's, it's like gambling. It's, it's like gambling. Yeah, man. Yep. I mean they they they're hoping that 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 one chance. This, will this be the time? This will happen. Yeah. I remember I ran I ran Maraudin one time. This is like it's not even raid related. Mar- Maraudin. I ran Maraudin back so in many Deathless. freaking times back in the day. Uh-huh. And all I wanted was that stupid freaking shield. For my shaman because it had the rotating, you know, the gear. Oh, thing. I love that thing! Yeah, I used to. Wow, I saw people with it. and I was like, God, I gotta have that thing. <laughs> and every freaking time, you know, it's not that's not a raid dungeon. It's just it's a, a typical dungeon. Right, man. Every time I ran that thing, it, it wouldn't drop. And I ran that freaking dungeon multiple times. Never got and it. And I, I had such bad luck that it wouldn't drop. Finally, one day it did drop, and I was just like, "Oh God, oh my God!" And see that maybe that made it all worthwhile. You had your goal, no, you achieved it wasn't. your goal. I quit, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even raiding at that point. That yeah. was just a stupid, you know, regular dungeon. That reminds me of that email that we had earlier talking about justifying being able to just buy the things that you want. So th- the answer is quite simple. They they want you to stay. And run that same dungeon over yeah. and over again until the next expansion. Until they get pack more dungeons. Until the next expansion loot. pack comes it's, out. If, I mean, that's the nature of these games, and I can't f- believe that people are still having problems with some. The some people are waking up to what is going on with these games. So, Sela, uh, who writes on the Mystic Worlds blog, her oh, blog, yes. she has a nice one. Uh, she actually mentions us here. Oh. We're, we're kind oh. of an inspiration now. <gasps> Maybe wow. I don't know if we're the meaning in Are her we life. Muse, like a don't do it that way inspiration. <laughs> right. Warning. Maybe not that way. I, actually, I think she's kind of scared of us at this point. Well, scared of me. Because <laughs> she a, should be. I'm a stalker of the blog. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, Channel Massive's most recent podcast and listener comments got me thinking about uh, RMT some more. And while the, this post is fairly related to RMT, it's not. Because she, wait a minute. She, she comes to a, a realization <laughs> in her gaming life, which which is just awesome. And she just go. She starts going off right from the very beginning. I'm done grinding gear. I'm done grinding gear. That's a cock block to content. I'm done grinding Sweet. content because you've hidden the gear in there. So I'll do it over and over until you release new content, which invariably devalues the gear that you just had me grind to get. I'm done grinding gear that. 
gets completely outclassed and replaced by expansions. That's it. It's over. I'm done grinding gear so that I can be competitive against someone who can't play their class half as good as I can play mine, but because he or she has superior gear, they have the gear win button. In fact, not only am I done grinding gear, I'm done playing games with the promise of new gear is all you have to offer. It's a new world and a new economy. You're going to have to bring me compelling content, exciting encounters, and a storyline for my subscription dollars. The free ride for slow or uninspired content development is over. And I mean it. It's over! Oh my goodness. <laughs> the gear grader all train pulled full stop into the station and I disembarked. I didn't s- step into my first virtual world wondering how I was going to get fat loots. I wanted to exist in a fantasy universe, use magic, fight mystical beasts, play play cooperatively with others, craft, explore, write about my adventures. What I wanted was the RPG experience, but with other people. And I'd like to ask again how we got from the RPG from the RPG and MMORPG to this massive loot grind, and why so many people are okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Finally. Thank you, Sela. It took a while. It took a while for someone to to just totally blow up and freak out over this shit. Yep. But it's happened. The pendulum's got to swing away from this. People are going to get tired of it. It's just... Fact of life, just just in regular video game development, people got tired. And of I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sayla. I'm sure I didn't provide the proper voice to your, to your blog. I, I do know that you have a much uh, better voice than I do, uh, and and we would like to have you on the show at some point in time once we get our gear upgraded over here. We need more epics. We need to grind more dungeons. Yeah, to we get need to grind here. more dungeons over here at Channel Massive in order to provide the proper need equipment the pur- so we can get that set up. Purple microphone of the far um, speaker. But yeah. it's definitely something that we'd like to look into. By the way, if you're listening, uh, yeah, I mean that that pretty much sums it up for me. I I could not say anything any better than what she just laid out right there. Well, I think that's kind of part of why I'm enjoying playing Warhammer the way we're playing it. And I, and I not, agree with that. Not. I mean, that, that's the only reason why I'm still playing an MMO right now, like Warhammer, because I don't care so much about that. I just care about killing the other side. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to become a better player. And then that's yeah. all I and, care about. And if I get, you know, as we... I think Sailor used to play Warhammer, but she got disillusioned. Yeah, I see a lot of by, uh, screenshots from it. For some reason. But, you know, personally, I think the only reason why I'm still playing an MMO right now is because Warhammer provides just that. I can jump in and, yeah, you know, p- kill accessible. people and, and have some sort of success depending on yeah. when I'm playing and when I'm not. I mean, you could play different MMOs differently, too, but that one especially lends itself to a non-gear-based, at it's least true. at the level we're at. I'm sure when we max out, we'll, you know probably care more but i don't think there'll be compelling pve dungeons to grind through i think it'll probably be a rvr reward that which will, by then we'll have enough points in that we'll just kind of go hand it over you know agreed, <laughs> so, agreed. yeah but anyway that's great post uh, another great blog post that you know kind of shows that people are starting to wake up a little bit <laughs> is uh, from tish tosh tesh 
Uh, he claims that he's not John Tesh, but we will sure. try to prove otherwise. We know you're one of those new age music freaks, man. And <laughs> look, we at know his, it. look at the background We're on gonna, the blog. Yeah, it's look at that. I mean, it totally, it totally surf coming in. On it a- shouts, it shouts. I'm a new age music guy. We're gonna we're gonna out you out here. I, I swear we'll we'll figure it out. We're gonna put our our spy team <laughs> to the to the task and and see what we can come up with. Um, he says that there's a bizarre mentality in the upper echelons of MMO design that suggests that the rank and file player needs hardcore high end players to look up to and special loot to covet in order to motivate their own play. Bobbycock! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I don't know if there should be an achievement unlock for the use of the word poppycock or not. But <laughs> Maybe. We might just do it. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. MMOs don't need more high-profile high superstars printing about their fodril. MMOs need more reasons for everyone to play. Keeping up with the Joneses and loot lust will carry some people, sure, but it only lasts for so long and it can be very frustrating to those not blessed by the land- random loot probability goblins. Once a player achieves their own loot to preen about, their heroes are irrelevant. On the other hand, if they don't climb to the same pedestal, they will be perpetually frustrated. The loot lust paradigm is all about making players... Just covetous enough to keep going without frustrating them enough to drive them away. To me, that's a poor method for keeping players in your game. They should be having fun just playing, not chasing a carrot. And I think that's totally true. Yeah. Um, you know, that, and, that, and that's what these games have boiled down to now. They're, they're, they're just forcing you to chase some you know, virtual carrot out there. And, that, and, that, and that's kind of what's been turning me off of the genre lately is that I just can't see myself trying to reach some stupid achievement just to say, Oh fuck. Yeah. You know, I fucking, I, you know, I played 40 hours, you know, in the same zone just so I can build up enough faction to unlock this particular area. I can't do that kind of shit anymore. I refuse to do that shit anymore. And it's interesting that in order to deal with this, Boredom and disgust. He's gone on to play now Atlantica Online and he's Wizard playing a lot of these free to play MMOs and, and no. a lot of pirates. Yeah, a lot of these oh, RMT based mm, well, games because they're more about gameplay mm-hmm. versus pack rat mentality, as he puts it. Yes, which I think is a really great wave. And you know, and, and and I I was the worst pack rat of them all. I had multiple. <laughs> bank alts that stored yeah. various blues and and whatnot when I was playing Warcraft back in the day. I, I could twink any character that I wanted <laughs> back in the day. It was sick. Yeah, it's just it was stupid. You know, and I I would buy gear just so oh, I I and I'd I would I'd even buy stuff on the auction house just on a whim. So I'd be like, eh, maybe I'll play a you know, maybe I'll play a a priest one day, so I I'd buy like a set of, you know, high level priest gear just to have it ready, just for the hell of it. You know what's interesting also is Tesh cites another blog called Download Only Gamer, mm-hmm. who talks more about the psychological reasons that people play and that it's not about obtaining rewards and status. 
And it's a really easy blog post to read because he repeatedly bolds his main points. <laughs> well, <how laughs> so I can sum it up for that. you. Escape, 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 escape. Relax. Escape. <laughs> Achievement. Achievement. <laughs> Social. Socializing. Socialize. Belonging, belonging. End. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. Wow, man, that is so deep. It really is. I kind of like that. <laughs> I didn't even need to read the actual text, I just the bolded. <laughs> Maybe I'll start if writing only like we could wow, do that with our man. podcast. Yeah. Just to emphasize a few certain words. Put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Fast forward to the emphasized words. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I think the point I want to make just by going through these um, couple blog posts here that while some of them weren't necessarily related to each other, they all. They all kind of were. Thematically, yeah. Thematically, they all tied in together. Why do you play? You know, why most? do you play? Why is the grind for loot so important to some players? Um, what can be done yeah. to break the cycle? I feel like we're in like this matrix. We're at that point in the matrix where the architect tells Neo that all this has happened before and, and will happen again over and <laughs> over, over again. Over pompous and, architect. And, and then there's, you know, Matrix goes off. And he's like, that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> all, you know, all the, all the all Neos the and Neos. the TV screens are going off and shit. And they're like, fuck this, man. That's bullshit. You're fucking bullshit. And he doesn't want to believe what's going on. Yeah, I like and the architect's too. just sitting there and he's like, yeah, this has been happening over and over and over again. Yeah, I liked, I liked that. Yeah. And that's what's going on, people. Take the red pill, or is it the blue pill? <laughs> well, we know when we start an episode, Pseudo Mark starts red. off with those quotes about, this is bullshit, Warcraft is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know that finally the breaking point has been reached. Well, I'm, I'm really in it right now to see all the content I can, as opposed to, and I've never um, thought I'd have any time to do the ratings, so I've never been in it for the loot, really. So... As far as as far as the game goes, like I mentioned, you know, I haven't, I've got one drop that was, but I mean, as far as it goes right now, I'm still not done exploring the the whole world of Northwind I, or Northwind. I got to eighty before I finished all the yeah. outdoor content. Yeah. So I'm still doing that. And it's a cool designed, yeah, a nicely I, designed and, world. And a lot of the quests have been good, and so there's still some storyline to unfold as far as that goes. That so the, once you see that first place you've been to before. Cancel button? Uh, I doubt <laughs> Then I'll go, hmm, now what would it be like as a death knight? Okay, let's do that again. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. But I, I, I hear life as a death, death knight is not very popular. No? No, I hear you're going to have a hard time finding groups to play with. It has been uh, foreseen, Mark. Considering that 40% of the players are playing as death knights right now. It, actually, I love them in the party because I just don't want them all to be death knights, but for tanking they're they're doing pretty well yeah, 40 percent of the player base who are playing death knights that's kind of numbers don't lie mark that's scary man i don't know i don't see that many in raids i don't know maybe they're out there there's in, a reason maybe they're in the world don't want them in raids <laughs> man there there's only need for so many yeah i don't know they're it's a cool class it's well done it's epic it's a truly Epics. epic is it ultra mega epic <laughs> just ultra epic mega just all, mega well, epic would be <laughs> well, no, maybe it is ultra mega epic because you get your you get a unique flying mount that's a mini uh, frostworm. 
So it looks like this big yeah. chicken, skeletal chicken thing with blue. Sweet. So I guess it is kind of. So is the was the art direction as as bad on that as the the warlock demon transformation? No, no, it's really good. The, the, <laughs> all the artwork for the Death Knights is good. The sad thing is, is I I changed out of that spec, so I, I became so dependent on that damn demon form that now whenever I've like managed to draw aggro from like three thousand mobs. I used to just switch to that, turn on immolation, maybe pop a potion or do some drain life or something and survive and didn't have a, a field full of corpses around me with which I could, from which to loot. Now I think I have that, but I don't and I forget and I go, oh, <laughs> I'll be resing soon. <laughs> time to die. <laughs> yeah, time to die. <laughs> Must make amends with my maker. <laughs> Death, failure, imminent. <laughs> <laughs> so, miss that one. The price you pay for changing no your spec. No more purple ape for me. No. Winged purple ape, that's what they call Grape me. Grape ape. ape. Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap for episode 75 of Channel Massive. I'm kind of curious what all those folks out there are playing EVE all the time for and Lotro. Are they playing for Epics? Epic, I don't Epics. know what's in those games. No, I don't think they, well, they kind of have sort of Epics, but in EVE you have to really work for them. Seven years like that guy from last week or whatever. <laughs> I need to just I am superior to all the rest of you. I need to find a new Eve exploit like the four year old uh, or the four year long four year lasting um mining exploit oh, glitch, yeah. for moon mining or whatever. That. So all you listeners out there, leave us a comment on channelmassive.com with this episode to let us know what it is that's driving you to play your games and if you think it's gonna last you a long time or if you're getting tired of it. Or you can also send us an email to mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or you can try to leave us, <laughs> try, the emphasis, the main word, Many voicemail. Many have tried and died. At channel.massive.skype, but if that if that foils you, we also accept audio contributions to mail at channelmassive.com in the form M-A-I-L. of MP3 or Ogvorbis format. <laughs> or Ogvorbis. <laughs> <laughs> Only one or the other. We hope you like this episode. And we look forward to hearing from you. I bid you adieu. <laughs> Can you, Can dig, you it? dig it? Can you dig it?